Get ready. You're tuned in to Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea, bringing you the hottest trending topics on social media. Stay connected. Instagram.com slash Lovely Tea 2002. Hey, you guys. Welcome to another episode of Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea. Okay. Hey, everybody. Can y'all hear me? All right. Perfect. I hope you guys are doing good this evening. <laughs> so we were having a really dope conversation in the Telegraph. And um, I've just been noticing, like, you know, a few agendas. And I was like, you know what? It's late night. I feel like talking right now about this and getting this kind of off my chest. I'm like, well, let's turn this into a whole green room session and see what you guys think about all this. So earlier I had posted um, on the Discord about these two articles. So somebody had sent it over in Telegraph. And I remember last week seeing the whole situation with the kids in Chicago. And basically the first article that came out last week was stating that Chicago makes it mandatory for schools with fifth grade to provide condoms. And so it triggered a huge debate. This was on July 12th. A lot of people were really upset about this. I definitely felt a way, but I was like, you know what? I don't even feel like talking about it right now. It's just one more thing. So then fast forward to this evening, there's a new article that's now come out. Um, the Daily Wire had posted it. And basically in that article, it's stating that um, there's a school district out here in Wisconsin. So both of these schools in the Midwest. So what the school wants to do basically is to provide students with sexually explicit books for all third graders. And in those materials, they're also going to tell kids how to use sexually explicit apps. And this is just really disturbing. And so one of the sex apps that these kids are going to learn about is Grindr. And I find it very interesting that that's the, you know, the specific app. And they were saying in the article how the sex app works is you upload a tiny picture of yourself onto the app. The app works with your location. The app tells you who the nearest homosexuals are. Then you can chat with them because they are near. It's easy for you to meet up with them. I don't understand what in God's green earth, you know what I'm saying? Like, why do third graders need to learn about Grindr? Why do they need to know that there are, I don't care if it's heterosexuals, why do they need to know that somebody is sexually available for them in their vicinity? So a lot of this stuff just really got, you know, really got my tin hat tingling. And we were having a really dope conversation, um, me and Malachi and the others. And I think what people are not even looking at this is how deep this goes. And I'm not trying to be graphic when I, you know, talk about children, but let, let's, we're all adults here. When you think about two fifth graders, right, the average fifth grader is between the age of 10 and 11, okay? Just biologically speaking, the average fifth grade boy cannot necessarily put on a condom. The average fifth grade girl's body is not necessarily ready for sex. Most fifth grade girls cannot get pregnant. Granted, there's been stories of 10-year-olds getting pregnant, but that's very rare. The average fifth grade girl cannot get pregnant. So what is she protecting herself from? Now, you could say STDs, but the average fifth grader has not been out here just having sex all willy-nilly. 
So a fifth grader is not likely to have an STD. So what I'm thinking is that this is for adults. This is grooming children. So that way, when an adult or an older person approaches them, they're going to be less apprehensive because they've already been groomed through the school to think that, oh, this is safe. This is something that's going to help me. This is something that I need. Because when people have sex that young, right, I remember being in elementary school and I remember one of my friends, I'm not going to say her name, but I remember her telling us, and she was very developed, like, you know, I was skinny mini in elementary school, didn't really know anything about sex, but I remember her telling us in sixth grade that she was having sex. You know, she was developed, she had boobs, she had, you know, a booty on her. She looked, she didn't look like a fifth grader. She looked more like an eighth grader, like her body wise, right? And I remember her telling us this and, you know, we're little kids on the playground and I'm just like, I'm not even understanding what she means by she has sex in the closet. You know, but I remember her telling us this in the sixth grade that she has sex already. She feels grown, you know, all this stuff. And, you know, as children, you don't even know how to compute that. So I, those are one of the memories that I just kind of forgot about. And we were speaking about it tonight. And I've always thought about it throughout the years. Like fifth grade is so young. Who was sleeping with this? Well, sixth grade. Who was sleeping with this sixth grader? most likely was not another sixth grade boy because the average boys in fifth and sixth grade are very immature. You know what I'm saying? They're running around. They're more into sports. They're not really into girls at that age. Some are, but the average, they're not. They're more hanging out with their guy friends, you know, playing football, things like that. They're not really thinking heavily about trying to have sex. Now, porn is definitely pushed onto kids a lot more early these days than back when I was in, you know, fifth, sixth grade. But with that being said, I feel like a lot of this is really grooming children to want to have sex with older people because the average fifth grader, they're not having sex with each other. For a fifth grade girl to understand about sex and what happens, it's usually going to be with the older guy with somebody older than her who's more experienced, maybe he's in eighth or ninth grade, maybe it's a whole adult. For a fifth grade boy to really understand sex, most likely his experience is going to be with somebody older as well. An older female, maybe in eighth or ninth grade, maybe in an adult. This is not for fifth graders to be hooking up and having sex. This is a grooming process to get these kids to let down their guard so when older people come at them for sex, they're not going to see anything wrong with it because it's been pushed in school that as long as you have a condom and the school has given you a condom and somebody older than you comes at you with a condom, it's okay. So it's just really disturbing like when you really think about all this stuff that's being pushed on the kids. So then, like I said, then we get this new article today um, where they're talking about providing third graders with sexually explicit books and sex apps. So Malachi was really upset about this. So Malachi, you can go ahead and unmute your mic if you want to go ahead and jump on in here. Hey, can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can hear you perfectly. How you doing this evening? I'm great. I hope everybody is doing good as well. Yes, y'all, it's late, but you know what? We had to get into this shit. 
And that's exactly what it is. It's a bunch of bullshit. Now, I don't know if y'all can hear it in my voice, but I'm very, I'm pissed off. You know, I'm just going to keep it out of the way with y'all. I'm very pissed. And I mean, first of all, I am, I don't have any children. I'm 23 years young. (laughs) Don't need no children (laughs) right now. But um, I do have a little sister and I have two, two nephews, actually. And I have a niece. Um, my little sister is 13. My oldest nephew is 10. He just turned 10. No, he just turned 11. My bad. And my um, other nephew, he just turned five. And my niece is two. And it just, it upsets me because the children, they're not safe. You know, mm-hmm. um, my family, we don't play that shit. You know, we don't play that whole pedophile type shit. So, yeah, like, I know that within the family, they're safe. But that's just this little bubble, you know, the outside world is so much bigger. And right. I'm just, I'm, I'm scared for them, you know? And so like, yeah, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm already like really pissed off and emotional, you know, about that. But this whole trying to tie the LGBTQ plus community to everything concerning pedophilia, that's been going on for years and I am so fucking over it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said in Telegram, they made sure to specifically point out that one of the apps they will be teaching the children about is Grinder, but then next to Grinder they said other sex apps. So that makes me wonder. Well, shit, what are the what the fuck is these other sex apps? Are they all supposed to be gay apps? Or is um fucking um what, what what's the one where um they use the devil as as promo? Hello Cupid or some shit like that? I think is, Tinder. Is Mm-hmm. Is that one of them? Is Tinder one of them? Is I, I don't know. Um, ChristianMeagle.com one of them? Like, why are y'all only specifically pointing out Grinder? You know why right. y'all? Why is it that every time there's something concerning pedophilia going on, y'all always tie the community? It's already bad enough. The community deals with that already. Believe mm-hmm. it or not, they do, and it only makes it worse when shit like this happens. So that really upset me because when their article was, um, and I believe it was RG who sent it, when their mm-hmm. article was sent, that's the first thing I noticed was this big-ass rainbow flag. And I'm like, why the fuck do they got this big-ass rainbow flag in there? No. Stop trying to tie pedophilia to the community. Right, like, and that's what I was saying. Like, I feel like they're definitely trying to make a divide where it's like the straight community versus the LGBT. And that's what I was saying. Like, I wish that more people in the LGBT were vocal against this because what they're trying to do is make it seem like everybody in the LGBT is for deviant behavior towards children. Because why would they put a big old rainbow flag in the middle of that article and then only talk about Grindr, a gay app, but not talk about other explicit apps, you know what I'm saying, that are geared towards straight people? So they're right. definitely pushing an agenda. Because because my thing is this, Grindr isn't just a gay app. It's specifically a gay male app. But they didn't say that they're only doing this for little boys. They said third graders, boys and girls. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you can't teach a little girl about Grindr because Grindr isn't designed for females. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but is Grindr on child... <laughs> I, I've never been on Grinder, but I've always heard it was it's for gay men. That's what I've always heard. It, it's only for gay men. 
So my thing is, you couldn't even teach it to a little girl if you wanted to. So no, right. they're, they're specifically pointing out they put that rainbow flag in that um, article picture for a reason. They made sure to p- specifically point out Grinder, and I'm sorry if I'm not saying certain words clear. I'm I'm still like really upset right now. They specifically put Grinder in there for a reason, and it's to just continuously tie pedophilia to the community, and I'm right. really sick and tired of it. And what's more disturbing is. Like I said, I don't care if this is a gay app or a straight app. Why does a, a third grader need to let anybody know that they're sexually available on an app that's geared for adults? It doesn't make sense. Why do they need to know that there's, you know, sexually available adults, gay or straight, near them? For what reason? Why does a third grader need to speak to anybody on Grinder? It does not make sense. And a lot of these schools are pushing, you know, just these really crazy agendas. And when you speak up against it, then they want to coin you homophobic or people in your community. If you're LGBT and you stand up against this, then you're going against the community. And it's like, no, it's not about going against right is right and wrong is wrong. And none of this stuff is normal. And anybody with a conscious Anybody, regardless of your sexual orientation, should not want children exploited in this manner. Exactly. And this is a point that I had made because, um, well, I don't know if RG was going to try to speak tonight, but um, she had made a really good point inside of the um, Telegram. And I agree with her. And I told her, like, you know, this is the thing. Like, it's not abnormal for little boys to like little boys, nor is it abnormal for little girls to like little girls. But the thing is, they aren't going to go around here trying to fuck each other. At the most, they're probably going to do something innocent, like hold hands or some shit like that. They're not going to go around, ooh, let's go to the playground and have sex. Absolutely not! Right. Miss me with the bullshit. No, y'all are trying to teach these children. It's already bad enough. It's already bad enough that you know, sex has it's always low-key been in children's media in the form of innuendos. So mm-hmm. it's already bad enough that that was the case. Like, go back and watch all those old cartoons, Cow and Chicken. Um, shit, it's a, it's a lot of cartoons. <laughs> Not Cow and Chicken. <laughs> Cow, yes, Cow and Chicken. <laughs> you watch a lot of these old cartoons in your adult years, you're like, oh my God, how did this shit Even running Stimpy. <laughs> There's a viral clip of running Stimpy, oh and it my looks God. like Stimpy is like ramming, running the ass with a saw. Yes, and I we saw that. Kids, we yeah, we never even looked at it like that. But when you see stuff through adult eyes, it's like, damn, they've been grooming us for years, and we ain't even know it. it can, we really can go back to have. Disney. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. They they really truly have, and it's already bad enough that that was the case. But now they're just like blatantly putting it to little children and. You know, I was one of those third graders, child. I, I I knew about you know sex and all that, that that all that type of shit. I didn't have no business no business knowing about it, but I did. But at right. the same time, the shit wasn't just blatantly thrown in my face like that, like how it is now with these children. Right. You know, it, it, it's a shame and it's sad and it makes me afraid. You know. Now it, somebody like, in the chat, somebody in the chat, Ashton just said, "My eleven-year-old niece told me she's bisexual." The newer generation of kids know way more than we did as children. And that's the thing. A lot of them know way more because it's being force fed to them. 
you know, at, at a certain age, you weren't even thinking about sex, but they're constantly being bombarded with sex. And, you know, and I don't care, like I said, if it's a man and a woman, a man and a man, a woman and a woman, they're constantly being bombarded with that. So now you have, I've heard kids as young as eight time out there bisexual. You can't even spell it. You know, <laughs> you, you can't even spell it. But because, you know, it's been, it's just been constantly thrown in their face. That's what they automatically think that they are. Could they be? Absolutely. But then they also could not be. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's just, it's, it's just crazy. Like just how much stuff is just being thrown in children's faces at this young age continuously. But this was like the final straw for me. Like this is just way too much. You know, first the condoms. And like I said, a majority of fifth graders are between the ages of 10 and 11. The average fifth grade boy does not produce semen that can get somebody pregnant. On average, right. I'm not saying it hasn't happened, but there's not a lot of 10-year-old fathers running around this world, okay? The average fifth grade girl is can't get pregnant. Not saying it's never happened, but we're not seeing, you know what I'm saying, a bunch of 10-year-olds knocked up walking through the mall. So I could see giving them condoms once they get to junior high because the average girl gets their first period like around 12, 13. You know, boys start to make semen that can get girls pregnant around that age. I can even, even though I think that's young, I can even see that because their body produces those particular hormones where they can have kids at that young of age. But in fifth grade, nah, y'all are setting them up. You're setting them right. up. And, and that's why we, we were having the um, condom debate. I said, I can understand high schools, you know, as giving out condoms to children as early as ninth grade because that's around the age, you know, your hormones kicking in and you can, you know, the young men can produce um, semen and, you know, the young women are uh, at that time able to, um, you know, carry children. So it makes sense right. to give out condoms to, you know, ninth graders. I mean, yeah, you don't want them going around here having sex and you should tell them not to, but nine times out of ten, they don't have sex. So might as well give them the condoms so they can do it safely. But Mm-hmm. To fifth graders, no. To third graders, yeah. no. It's 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 really truly sad. And then on top of that, you have to factor this in too. Adult media in general, not even necessarily like porn, but just adult media in general is so accessible nowadays. Look yeah. at how all the little children were doing the wop dance on TikTok, or dancing mm-hmm. to you know artists that they shouldn't be listening to look at the, the little boy had an nba young boy themed birthday party but listen to all the shit the nba young boy talk about his music right and the parents so, condone it he didn't buy them yeah. that he didn't buy that entire party himself the parents exactly. provided it mm-hmm. so it's already bad enough that some a lot of these children they some of them are being brought up by their parents to know about this stuff early enough and it's sad because when things aren't going right in the household, school is supposed to be that one safe haven. If you're getting right. abused, you're you're supposed to be able to have to go to school to report it. If if anything negative is going on in your household, school is supposed to be that safe haven. School is no longer the safe haven that it's supposed to be. And yeah, you know, incidents always happen in school, but school was supposed to be a safe haven. But they're literally changing now. It's no longer a safe haven. No, it's not. 
I'm going to go ahead and bring up some more callers. We got a lot of people raising their hand. So let me go ahead and bring up RG. She's in the chat. My good sis, RG. Come on, girl. <laughs> Hi, how's everybody doing? We're doing good. How about you, sis? Good. A little bit disturbed with all these articles. Um, when I was talking to uh, Malachi earlier on Telegram, um, it's just really interesting. I was telling him how they always want to um, link this type of news or behavior to the LGBTQ plus community. Um, and I was, was telling Malachi, I was like, you know, I think the reason why they might do that is because they want to introduce that to kids at a very, very early age um, for them to feel comfortable, you know, with the whole grooming thing in the back of the mind, um, that if like an older man, you know, wants to touch a younger kid for them to think it's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of like prepping the child kind of like, cause you know, like Malika was like Malika was saying earlier, like, you know, little kid, little boys aren't going to go around having sex with each other. Little third grade boys aren't going to have sex with each other. So who are they going to be prepping for? Why do they need to know in the apps where their nearest, uh, homosexual where they can find the nearest homosexual like what for you know it's right. really for adults yeah because these apps have an age limit last time exactly. i checked exactly they claim it, it's supposed to be 18 plus so why on earth does an eight-year-old need to know where to find their nearest sex partner it just doesn't make sense it doesn't it doesn't make sense at all and it's just it's disturbing and like how he was saying like you know, if you like little kids have crushes on their classmates and what's the most that they do? They just go around giggling like, oh, I have a crush on you or they might hold hands. And that's about it. But when you're talking about like sex, I feel like they're just preparing them. They're like trying to wake up sexuality in kids at such a young age. And it's for a reason. It's to get consent. It's, they're getting younger and younger. They're just mm. pushing the younger and younger kids and it's it's sick it's it's crazy and and schools out of out of all the places like should be should not be the places where this should be happening like at all that makes sense that and i know people have said that in you know prior that they are trying to lower the age of consent and you have a lot of people saying, well, kids nowadays are way more mature. You know, the girls look a lot older. The boys look a lot older. It's in the food. So because they're looking older, they're exposed to more. You know, these kids are exposed to mm -hmm. so much on social media and, and music and television and movies that they're almost like many adults. So because right. they're like many adults, it shouldn't be a big deal if I hook up with a 13-year-old because a lot of these 13-year-olds, they also, you know what I'm saying, will approach adults and be like, oh, he's fine or she's fine. You know, you'll have young kids who will try, who will try and get with older adults. But regardless of the situation, the adult is always in the wrong. I don't care if that kid is telling you that you're the finest thing since sliced bread. That is a kid. You cannot take exactly. a kid up on that, you know, per the law. But I believe they are trying to get the laws changed and, you know, okay this type of behavior because Look at like all the things that people like 
R. Kelly and, you know, well, I'll mainly say R. Kelly because Harvey Weinstein wasn't that with a bunch of young people. But let's just take R. Kelly, for example. You know, all the young girls that he had been grooming and been with, you know, forever. And this was like the norm back then. Even when I watched the Nivea interview with, um, with uh, what's her name, Candy. I don't know if you got a chance to check that out. In that interview, Nivea was talking about how she had sex with her manager, how he had been, you know, they were in a full-blown relationship. Nivea yeah. had started, you know, sleeping with him when she was 14. You know, and yeah. her manager was like twice her age. He was like in his late 30s sleeping with a 14 year old, you know, and Candy was like, yeah, you know, that was the norm back then. And unfortunately it really was, you know, I can't tell you how many grown men used to pull up to our high school to pick up, you know, just different girls, you know, sophomores and freshmen and, and nobody like, you know, people were like, Oh, you know, it's kind of creepy, but then it was just kind of the norm. Right. You know? Nobody, so nobody what R. Kelly was anything. doing. Yeah, nobody said anything. People yeah. knew that they were, you know, 15-year-olds jumping in this damn 30-year-old's car, you know, after school and things like that. <laughs> and I think it was more like a dirty secret in the 90s. Like, it was wrong, but it was just the norm, especially, like, in, in the hood and, and things like that. And then there became this big push, like, no, this is wrong. We're going to start jailing people and, you know, start holding people accountable. And I think now they're trying to twist it where, okay, Let's just lower the age so that way these men can't get in trouble and these kids obviously want it because they're more grown. Because I just don't see why this is constantly being pushed. I mean, day in, day out, it's like another story and these kids just keep getting younger and younger. Yeah, it's it's crazy. No kid should have to even think about anything like that, you know, like never. Like kids should just be kids. They should be learning their ABCs. And they should just play with friends. And it's just, there's no reason for this. There's no reason. Mm-hmm. Somebody said in the chat, Candy said a lot of girls back then used to date older men. And someone commented, they didn't date older. They were abused. Mm. Yeah. And I, I think, yeah, I think sometimes we need to change the vocabulary. And I've been guilty of that too, you know. Because you, you, that's the era that we grew up in. So right. it's like, that's my homegirl's man. Even though he's 30 and my homegirl's 15, that's her man. And yeah. when you're older and we really look at it, no, that wasn't her man. That was her abuser. Exactly. That wasn't okay, you know? Yeah. So I think as a society, we do have to change some of our vernacular towards these relationships. Um, somebody else in the chat was saying here, that they feel like it will only mo- that it will mostly have hurt children of color, given how they are already perceived as older than they are. People will use this as an excuse to sexually assault children of color. I definitely mm-hmm. agree. And then, point. yeah, that is a really good point. That's and then somebody point. else was saying too that isn't it funny that how all these celebrities have recently been caught with younger people? Like, remember Kyle Massey? He had to turn himself in last week. Mm-hmm. You know, he was messing and, and sending nudes to that little girl. And then we had the whole Drake Bell situation and just so many celebrities over the past few years, especially from like the Disney camp, have been caught with younger people. So maybe that's why they're also trying to do that, because yeah. now celebrities mm-hmm. are getting caught up in this. And, you know, once their meal tickets get caught up in, in scandals, that can just destroy the industry. It can destroy that entire brand. So if we can change the laws, now it won't affect Hollywood as mad. Exactly. That is a great yeah, I point. I feel like they all link. They all link together. 
Oh, yeah. You know, like these people are going to get like, you know, they'll go to jail or, the, you know, they'll spend time, but it'll be like, what, a short time and then they'll be out again. It's like, it's also, I think, to condition the public, you know, you hear these stories and you're like, okay, well, you know, the punishment isn't so bad. So, you know, it's whatever. Right. right. So let me go ahead. We have lots of hands up. So I'm glad we got a lot of people on attack. Let me bring up on the stage Tone Dog. Tone, get ready to come up on the stage. Come on down. Come on down. Hey, hello. Hey, how are you? How are you? I'm great. Uh, thank you for having me on the panel. You know what I'm saying? I just Definitely. wanted to just, you know, say about the whole article about the LGBT and the Grinder app. As for myself, I'm a transgender man. And I would say from experience, for the past three years, I would say there has been like a little covert slash agenda with the LGBT community with like mm-hmm. the link of like pedophilia. Because I've been on the internet since like 2005. And since like 2014, I don't know if you guys have ever been on Twitter, but there would be a lot of these trolls that would make like these fake Twitter accounts trying to pass like pedophilia as like a community in the LGBT community. And they've been doing mm. this type of thing since 20, uh, 2014. And I've been keeping an eye on it. So as like somebody else said on the panel that like, there's like a type of like uh, propaganda slash agenda to make it seem like LGBT people, especially trans people are like some like pedophilic creeps or some shit like that. And, you know, I try to, you know, put this on the table with other LGBT members and they usually say, you know, I'm homophobic, I'm a bigot, and you know I'm And that's your own community. Yeah. Right. So so since that happened, that's why I don't put on my profile that I'm trans or I'm LGP, you know, but only my close significant others and friends know. But that's the reason why it causes division in the community when people like myself in the community be like, Hey y'all, you know, there's some bullshit in the mix. Y'all need mm-hmm. to see what's going on instead of worrying about you know, all these social cues and shit, because the real, this is the true shit right here. It's like divide and conquer. They just trying to like make everybody look bad. You know, you know what I'm saying? Right. But like as for grinder, grinder used to be for like everyone back in the day. Somebody could correct me when I'm wrong. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but it used to be for everybody back in the day. But that's all I wanted to say. So no, you made my- some really good points. And I appreciate that because it's like when I have conversations with, I'm talking about like my personal friends that I've known for years that I'm very close with in my real life who are LGBT and they're against all of this stuff. But to let like social media tell it, every gay person is behind this foolishness and the average gay person is not co-signing this nonsense. That's why I feel like, like you were, like Tom was saying, it's a divide and conquer to make it look like these people are perverted. They're coming after our children when most people do not co-sign this. But it seems like the crazy ones in the LGBT just have the loudest voices. Um, but yeah, I agree. I, I agree. Now, you know, I'm a bit younger, so I didn't realize, I didn't know that grind was for everybody back in the day. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I mean, even still, you know, it, it, nowadays it still is geared more towards, you know, men in the community, gay and by men. It, it, it's just, it, it still is just, you know, it, it's just so sickening. It, it really, truly is. But I agree with everything you said, T. It, it's just, it's really sad. And, you know, m- more P 
people in the community should speak out about this. The ones with the big platforms. You know, why, why isn't Bobby Lights talking about this? He he called himself um, calling out the barbs. <laughs> you know, um, what was that, yesterday? Mm-hmm. Talking about shit like this. Leave the barbs alone. Yeah, you know, and, and I'm a barb. And yes, you know, they can't be problematic as hell. Right. But that's really in the grand scheme of things. That's not important. This is. Right. Let's talk about this. You know, but it's like some who are in the community are scared to talk about it because, like he was saying, they'll attack you and say that you're a bootlegger, you're homophobic, you're transphobic, and it's like, how I'm in the community, you know. First of all, first and foremost, anybody who says that when pedophilia is involved, I'm giving them a side eye. This is pedophilia. If I cannot talk about pedophilia and how dangerous it can be and how horrible it is and how they're trying to link it to the community. If, if I truly can't talk about that, then child, we truly are living in our last days. Right, right. Like, and even somebody in the, yeah, somebody in the chat, Ashton says, I'm against it, T, and I'm gay. I definitely agree. Yeah, there's a lot of people in the community that are against this foolishness, but it's almost like, they'll they're just shamed into silence and like i said it's the crazy minority who have the loudest voices you know and it's just it's it's crazy it's just insane let me go ahead and bring on some more people oh did you want to say something i was just about to say ain't nobody about to shame me fuck this shit (laughs) (laughs) i know that's right let me go ahead and bring on jane jane doe you're about to come up on the stage come on jane Okay, I don't know. Maybe she don't have nothing to say. Okay. Hello? Hi, how are you? Yeah, we can hear you now. Turn the TV down, please. I am so sorry, girl. I'm kind of like starstruck almost, so you can mute me. I just wanted to be next to you for a couple minutes. Okay, well, thank you for calling in. <laughs> no problem. All right, let me go ahead and bring up um, Anastasia Garcia. Anastasia, you're on the stage. Oh, can you hear me? Okay. Okay, we can hear you now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I have so much to say about this. And the irony is when I saw the green room notification, I was on TikTok and I was watching a video someone made about Mary Kay Letourneau. Oh. Yep. And this reminded me, and it was talking about fifth graders and how even though I can't, um, Billy, he was like in sixth grade, like I posted a comment about how I feel like this is going to impact like kids who like aren't white because we get over sexualized at very young ages. And even when it's not related to sex, people still view us as older in comparison to white kids who are of the same age. And it reminded me of when people were talking about how Mary Kayla Turner got caught with Billy in a car and she would always talk about, Oh, he at 12 years old came on to me, even though she was 40. Mm-hmm. And and people this, kept saying too that the fact that he was from the islands, he was bigger. You know, yep. he was more mature. He was physically bigger than the other white students. So it was almost like they were trying to give her an out. Like yep. he looked more mature. I mean, he did have a mustache in the damn sixth grade, but that's not the damn point. And you know what I'm saying? It's so frustrating because when I was in sixth grade, what we were learning about was puberty. 
having a period, you know, your body changing and stuff like that. And there are like ages that are appropriate for things for kids to learn related to your body and sex and at sixth grade and like fifth and fifth year like um 10 year old they don't need to be learning about sex apps and i feel like i was posting things in the comments i generally feel like articles like this and stuff like this are just psyops where people purposely present themselves as being in the LGBTQ plus community and they say the most outlandish things like this and they do it in order to create outrage that then would cause people to say things that they would deem homophobic but to create this like infighting like you were saying and in doing so they're making it seem like oh if you don't agree you're you're a homophobe and they're trying to make it seem like they're so progressive and woke but it's like in a way you are sexualizing everyone in the lgbtq plus community and making it seem like we're all perverts and just taboo and want to prey on children which is not the case and it's so just, are you LG, are you lgbt yes but it's okay, just you said it's, where so I'm, it, mm-hmm. It's just so weird where it's like, why do you need to learn about a sex app? And that's why I liked when the person brought up the fact that they only specified Grinder, and they didn't say anything about Tinder or any mm-hmm. of the other ones. But it's just, I don't understand, but I find it weird because some of the apps like Grinder usually are the ones that have so many younger kids on them, like I was watching videos and I even have a friend where I had friends in high school where they're 14 and they're on these apps hooking up with men in their fifties. Yeah. And it's even, what's that show on HBO euphoria where they had a whole plot line about that with one character where she would do that. She would go Mm -hmm. on these apps and she'd be a high schooler. I don't know what age you're supposed to be in the show, but she's over there having sex with grown men. And it's so weird because even though the point of the show was like, oh, what they're doing is wrong, they low-key are glorifying this. And someone was talking about in all of these shows with teenagers, they always have sex with the teacher. There's yeah. always that little plot line. Pretty Little um, Liars. Ariane yeah, Ansel. Pretty Little Liars, Riverdale, um, yes, Gossip Riverdale Girl. Too. Yep. Oh, wow. and, and the Riverdale one was really weird because they were supposed to be 15. And it was supposed to be a 15-year-old having sex with, like, a 30-something-year-old woman when yep, he just turned 15. Yep. It, yep. It's just they're trying to normalize kids having sex. Like, I understand, you know, wanting maybe trying to teach kids, you know what, some people may have gay parents and that's fine and don't be homophobic, but there's a big difference between that and trying to introduce kids to sex. And I see it so much, especially on Tumblr before like Tumblr had that entire controversy and like all of it where people just always go too far. They just, always go this extreme route where now people are saying oh if you force your toddler to give a bath you are um sexually assaulting them because you didn't they didn't give you consent what Mm. bullshit um like exactly where it's like it's a toddler they never want to take a bath (laughs) And, and like they're like sexualizing everything where it's like 
uh, I don't understand it. I don't, it's just weird. It is. It's a lot. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Anastasia, no I really appreciate it. You brought a lot of good points to the table. Thank Absolutely. You. Good job, Anastasia. Yeah, that thank was you. Good. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it is. It, it's a I, lot. Let me go ahead. Hmm? I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, it just came to mind. As she was talking, it came to mind. Do you guys remember that Desmond kid? Oh, Desmond is amazing. Uh, yes. Yeah. Like, where do you draw the line, though? Because, like, do you see how, like, they were kind of, like, sexualizing him? I think at one point mm-hmm. there was this one story where they brought him on stage and people he was doing a dance and people were money throwing at money at him. Mm-hmm. Now, is it Desmond? He's the little boy who did drag, correct? Right. Right. Yep. His mother is uh, living vicariously through him. Right. Ab- no, no, absolutely not. Did, did stop trying to turn this into RuPaul's Drag Race little children version. He's a child. Right. He should not be out here doing drag. If he, if, now, sometimes little children will experiment and will put on clothes of the different gender. Okay. Yeah, that happens sometimes. But to have him doing full-blown drag and then to have him perform at these adult drag shows where, where money is being thrown at him, that's sickening. Mm-hmm. And that but remember, remember who he was caught hanging with that caused an uproar. But many people in the LGBT, you know, that are a part of the whole Desmond is Amazing cult excused it. Remember the guy who had killed, remember that movie uh, Club Kids? Remember the yeah, man Angel. that had killed Angel? Remember the guy that's yeah. the killer? He got yeah. out of prison and that's who he was running with. Right. A grown okay. killer. Yeah, and anytime people called it out, you're 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 homophobic, you're transphobic, and it's like, no, I don't think an eleven year old should be hanging out with somebody who killed and and dismembered his friend. Like, what what kind of what and, do they have and, in and, common? And that's stupid. And that's how how am I homophobic for saying that a child shouldn't hang out with a killer? So okay, My question- you let your child hang out with a killer. And don't be crying on tattoo, crocodile ass tears when your child end up dismembered. I hate to say it, but it needs to be said. <laughs> yeah, my question yeah, is who that. are these people? My question is who are these people that that are okay with this, that are okay with parading this kid all over the place and doing all these things? Like where's the fine like you know what I'm saying? Like the, the thin line mm-hmm. between like pedophilia, like the over sexualization of children and supporting the whole trans movement. Like, I don't know. I just feel like that's so weird. I feel like if we want to stop this whole pedophilia thing, then we shouldn't be supporting kids like Desmond doing these things and hanging out with these people that he has no business and hanging out with or doing these things with. You know what I mean? Right. I think that's what also brings this whole stigma of the LGBTQ plus community of being involved with pedophilia like it it feels like there's just this bigger agenda going on and like the pedophilia agenda is 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 trying to hide behind the lgbtq plus community yeah absolutely i definitely agree there's just certain things a child should not be doing and drag is one of them and i'm gonna leave it at that so t can bring up somebody else agree yes and i i just went to look up the guy's name um michael alleg and he died of a heroin overdose on Christmas 2020. I didn't even know he had died. 
So, so, he's so dead. he was he was addicted to heroin. I wonder how many drugs he gave him. Yeah, because remember, in one of the pictures, this girl did a good breakdown of the whole Desmond is amazing thing. Because I did a podcast on it when I first started my podcast, like in January 2020. So this was like a month after Michael had died. But what kind of disturbed people is as Desmond is in the room with Michael Alec and Michael Alec's boyfriend, or whatever, the little boy is spaced out. He looks high. And then there's like names of like drugs. Like there's like a poster or something behind Desmond is amazing. And it's the name of a drug. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. If I, if I find it, I will post it in the discord, but he's literally sitting underneath the poster with this name of this drug that's used to like knock people out. It's almost like a date rape drug. And he's oh hanging God. with somebody who did 17 years in prison. So at what point do we hold the mother accountable? It just does not make any sense. And, and, and that's my thing. She's honestly the main one who needs to be held accountable. She fed Desmond to the wolves. Yes. Yes. And Anastasia saying in the chat that Desmond was talking about drugs when hanging out with these people. Exactly. Because at that time, I think Desmond was 10. And it's like, I don't even, I have to Google the drugs he was naming. I'm like, what the hell is that? I ain't never heard of this shit. And then you Google it and it's like, why does a 10-year-old know about this? And why is this being glamorized? You know, it's just really disturbing. So let me go ahead and um, bring on some more people here. Chucky Nas. Chucky Nas, you're on the stage. Hey, how you doing? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. How are you? Good. How are you? Thank you for uh, letting me on. Definitely, definitely. What did you want to add to the conversation? So you you, you know what? Uh, um, remember the Puff Girls? What was that? Uh, the guy's name? Her or him? Him. Him. Yeah. So I feel like back in the days, back when we were younger, they used to do it subconsciously. You know, trying like put the stuff in our face, like uh uh because uh, 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 I I didn't know what he was if it was a boy or a girl. And there was a YouTube video that I saw uh, a long time ago where um, the creators of uh, a Nickelodeon show, like the Rugrats and things like that, they admitted mm -hmm. uh, uh, to uh, uh, adding things in the show that were provocative, but uh, 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 subconsciously to see what they could get away with. Mm. Even the way that they drew um, uh, 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 the 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 grandpa from uh the Rugrats, the way they they even drew him, he almost looks like uh like a penis. Now, the grandpa from the Rugrats. Yes. Okay. Not if you look him up, yeah, yeah, and you'll see that. But honestly, the 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 thing that uh I think we're doing wrong is that we're putting all of this in the schools. Um, there's a shortage, and it kind of sounds, uh, is is a it's a little bit uncomfortable, but there is a shortage of uh child and adolescent and adolescent uh gynecologists right um mm. when i was in high school uh one of my uh classmates did an uh you know those exit interviews those uh projects those big those senior projects the senior exit projects mm -hmm. well she had did one on uh sexuality and basically on human sexuality and what she said was that you know that's something that we learn on our own right and by putting, you know, all this stuff in the schools, like trying to teach kids about sex and things like that in school, um, it doesn't make it, it's not a comfortable environment. You know what I'm saying? Kids need to learn about this stuff with their doctor. Um, 
the highest STD rates are amongst, you know, 15 and 19 year olds. We have chlamydia, gonorrhea, um, and a doctor can explain that, you know, young children have uh, uh, immature cervixes and things like that. And if children have, you know, questions, they're not going to feel comfortable talking about that uh, in the classroom, you know, with, with a bunch of, you know, other kids and, 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 and adults. It just, it just makes it really uncomfortable uh, uh, talking about this in the classroom. Yeah, um, I just, I feel like there's definitely an agenda. And going back to the cartoon, I did go and Google, if you Google grandpa from Rugrats penis. It's not the main grandpa. It's like the grandpa's friend, but his whole entire chin looks like a peen and balls. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah I never realized that until I just Googled it. Like what the hell? And even that character, um, isn't it ironic that that character was called him, but when you see so-called him, he's wearing a dress and he has yeah. a face of a devil. Yeah. And we yeah. always compare the devil, you know, the Baphomet to being like a hermaphrodite, you know, has yeah. boobs on top and, a, you know, and a peen. And that was a character. And you don't even notice this until you go back and look at this with adult eyes. But yeah, it has a whole Imagine. devil face with a female dress on. Yes. Very interesting. Yes. And it went by the name him. Yeah. You see? So so you catch it. You can see it. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. And it's sad. They've been doing that for years with um with children's animation. There was even a joke in the old version of Animaniacs where they were supposed to have been looking for fingerprints. And the um I I never really watched Animaniacs like that. The little girl, the girl one, um mm-hmm. she popped up and she was holding Prince, the singer. And one of the boys said, "No, not." Uh, he said, "No, we said fingerprints, not fingerprints." And Ooh. Prince like looked at the little girl all seductively, and she was like, "No, I don't think so." And the writers even said themselves they did that intentionally. They said themselves, "We cannot believe the network let us get away with that." Why would you write that into a children's cartoon? See, you know what? That's why mm. the world. I don't understand why this is the type of world that we live in. That everything revol- is revolved around you know sexual innuendos and things like that. We can't. We we don't have the 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 luxury, you know, of, of just being innocent for a while anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. And it's a shame. Yeah, yeah, we have our whole life, you know, and that's the thing. You're only a kid for so long. And that's what frustrates when I see stuff like this, because you can never go back to being eight again, you know, or nine or 10. Once that year is over, it's over. So let kids right. enjoy that little bit of space before adulthood and being, you know, burdened with responsibilities of being parents or paying bills and dealing with college. You know, it's really sad that they want to corrupt kids younger and younger. But I thank you so much for calling in. I really appreciate it, Chucky. No, thank you, Titi. I love you. Thank you for having me on. Love you, too. You have a good evening. You, too. Thank you. Yeah, Uh I I saw him make um, a lot of great points in the chat. So I was excited when you said that he was calling on. Yeah, yeah, he made a lot of good points. And I just looked up that Prince and Dot. Uh, I just Googled it. And yeah, that is crazy. They said, no, 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 we mean fingerprints. Oh, wow. Fingering prints. But you want to caught that as a kid, you know? And that's why they do it. I remember I was talking mm-hmm. to one of my, my guy friends. And we were talking about this, how, like, you know, 
we were exposed to so much sex and music when we were kids. I mean, it's even worse now, but even when we were kids and he said, the more I think about it, I wasn't, he, he was very honest with me. He said he started performing oral sex at the age of 13. And he said he was doing it one because of pressure from his older guy cousins. Like that's, you know, like they were almost like a little boosie, right? How Boosie's like, yeah, I made my yes. son, you know, yes. uh, I was thinking about at that. his birthday party. Yeah, there's a lot of men who have that mentality, you know, unfortunately. And he said it wasn't not just pressure from like his older cousins and stuff, but also the music, you know, falling asleep to R. Kelly and Jodeci and things like that. And, you know, that's your subconscious when you're going to sleep with that type of music. And then you're wondering why you're waking up at, at 13 you know, with just sex on your mind constantly, constantly, constantly. But yeah, we had exactly. a long conversation about that. And he said that he felt like a lot of that, because he was like, when I look back on it, what the hell did I know about giving oral sex? You know, right. but he was, you know, at that young of age. But guess who he was giving it to? Older girls. It wasn't other 13 year olds. It was girls wow. in high school, even 20 year olds. And, wow. and, and you can't even blame him. That was deemed no. so acceptable. Even yeah. on Moesha, when Hakeem was dating that older the older girl, he had no problem saying that. And then you had Moesha's dad, um, Frank. He's all he's, you know, um, her stepmom Dean. Um, she, you know, didn't really like it. And Frank's like, "Oh, I dated older women in my day too, nigga. If you don't sit your, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always deemed acceptable or ignored when it's a young boy." being taken advantage of by an older woman. But now yeah. let that have been a 13-year-old girl saying that she's let, giving head to older guys. Oh, let that have, let that have been Moesha. Let that have been Moesha trying to go after a grown man. Frank would have blew a gasket. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, we do not protect our young men in the same, you know, with the same veracity as we do our young women. But abuse and sexual exploitation affects both genders the same way. Nobody wants the feeling of being molested and being used. That definitely takes a toll on you. Even if you don't realize it as a child, once you get older and you start playing things back and you start thinking about situations, it affects the genders the same way. So we have to protect both. We have to protect all children, as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely. That's true. Yeah. So let me go ahead. It looks like, um, let's see here. So I got quite a bit of people. Oh, it looks like Tone wanted to say something else. Let me bring him back on really quick. Tone, did you want to add something? Hey, everybody. Can you guys hey. hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, yeah we can hear you. Uh, all right. Yeah, so I was talking, uh, somebody that a uh, man left talking about, like, grooming and stuff. And I wanted to just touch on the fact that, like, you know, like, I'm 25 years old. And I grew up on the internet, like I stated before. And like I said in the chat. I feel like a lot of people during my age range that grew up on the internet did not know that they were like low key being groomed by like a weirdo on the internet. I'm not saying like speaking sexual, but like, you know, prodding to get information from you, you know, sending you links, suggestive stuff. Cause I remember when I used to play uh, like a little game called like RuneScape or whatever, we had like an AOL chat room. And I used to talk to, like, different people around the world from, like, Brazil and shit like that. And one day I was cool with this one guy, and he would just ask me weird questions like, oh, how old are you? Uh, what do you do when you're bored? What do you do when you're alone? 
oh, did you start puberty mm-hmm. yet? And, you know, me being, like, 13, 14 at the time, I didn't even know better. I'm thinking, like, since he's playing a kid game like me, like RuneScape, then, you know, he the same age as me. I'll be talking, like, yeah, you know, no, nah, I haven't really started anything. And then the shit just started getting weird. And they started sending me links and stuff like that. And at the time, my cousin played RuneScape 2, and he was, like, 18 or 17, and I showed him the chat log. He was like, yeah, I just blocked that guy. But I just be thinking about, like, if I didn't have, like, a kid that was in my situation, didn't have somebody that was playing the same game and the same gaming community to, like, let them know, like, hey, this guy's a creeper or this girl that you think you're talking to on the Internet is a creeper, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, like, so many things that, like, leads kids to be, like, vulnerable it can be on Instagram, it can be on Fortnite, it can be mm-hmm. on like TikTok and everything because you don't know who you're talking to behind a computer. So I was just right. about like it's exactly. like it's like the same type of this is it's the same type of concept with being groomed with like media because they do it on the internet mm. too, especially with these games. Like Roblox. Yeah, because I remember even one time I was playing a game and I was probably like 18 at the time on the computer. And I had made friends with this man who lived in Australia. And we've been talking for like maybe two weeks. So like every time we'd be on AOL chat <laughs> back in the day, you know, the AOL chat. And he seemed really nice. I didn't think too much of it. And so I remember one day me and my sister and him were playing. Um, I don't know if it's called Pictionary, but where you can draw, you know, you, you have to draw and the person has to guess what you're drawing. Right. So we're playing, and mind yeah. you, my little sister is with me. I'm babysitting her. So she's probably like nine at the time. And so we're playing this game, and he knows it's me and my little sister. And he's older because we had seen each other and stuff, so I could tell he was an older guy. And so as he's drawing the picture, long story short, he ends up drawing a penis with balls and pubic hair. And I'm yeah, like going, I'm do. like, what are you doing? It's me and my sister. Like, why would you draw that? You know, it, you know, you're just trying to play along with the game and you're not even knowing that that's the end result. And my little sister was like, what, like, what is he doing? And I was just like, you know, just get away from the computer. So it's like, yeah, people can befriend you. You think that they're one way, but they really have sinister intentions. So once he did that, I never talked to him again. But, you know, I, but you're right. A lot of those people will groom you via games and stuff like that. Yeah. That, and, yeah and that's like the sad Roblox. thing. Roblox that, is really bad. Roblox is bad. They got porn on Roblox. They got Minecraft porn and all that shit. And there's a lot of kids on that. And it's like servers where people role play as families and stuff. It's a lot. Wow. I had to block it from my little cousin's computer because she was role playing as like a mom with somebody. I'm like, do you know how old this person is? You know what I'm saying? Like, you- yeah, and they don't know. That's yeah. scary because most kids nowadays, like little, little kids, they have their own iPads. Yeah. You know, some have their own PCs. They have, like, their own stuff. Like, like, do parents really know what the heck their kids are doing all the time? And that's no. the scary thing. That's why I was, that, again, it goes, it, that's why I'm just so emotional about my nephews and nieces. Because my niece, two-year-old niece, has a tablet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This cutesy little pink tablet. And she uses it to, you know, watch her, you know, she, uh, she uses it to um, get on ABC Mouse and, you know, watch her little kid shows on YouTube. It, it's just, it's scary. Like, it, 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 uh, it just truly is. It, it, it's just scary. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Let me go ahead and bring some more people on. Thank you for calling in again, Tone. All right. 
Thanks, Tom. Yeah, I'm glad he spoke on that because they do be infiltrating these games for that exact reason. Yeah, they do. Let me go ahead and bring on Jezebel Kersnight. Jezebel, you're coming onto the stage. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. How are you? Fine, you. Well, I wanted to tell you that if you did not know, the Planned Parenthood have a agenda about teaching children since kindergarten about sex and hoping that children will get pregnant between 13 and 15 so they can get an abortion in middle school, high school, through college. Mm. And why do they want them to get these abortions? Do you know? Yeah, because um, for each abortion, they get over almost half a million dollars uh, for each, sorry, each children or not children for every abortion. Each fetus. Wow. Yeah. Because I know they end up doing a lot of things with that fetus tissue. They sell it to corporations and stuff I've heard. Ooh, oh, did it? That makes did sense. Say that they put fetuses, um, some type of like fetus DNA or something like that. What about drink? adrenochrome? Adrenochrome? Would they get it from that? I'm not sure, to be honest. I just Other know they want to do... say stem cells. Oh, okay. and research mm-hmm. stem cell research. Wow! Mm. So there's money and, to be made. And they're trying to also to teach your uh, the children. To not tell the parents, only to come to the teacher because they're honest, they're good, they will keep their secret. To keep, um, oh my God, what's the word? Uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. So they want the 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 uh, students basically to entrust the teachers with their like issues. Because I know even now you don't even need your parents' permission to get birth control. That came exactly. about when I was in in school. Mm-hmm. We don't have to ask for your parents' permission. Today, you can just go to the clinic and get birth control. And I believe now they've even made it where you don't even need your parents' permission to have an abortion. Exactly, yes. Right. Wow. wow. And, and if- so a lot of people are saying that that's the main reason is that stem cell research is in high demand right now. Wow. And that also, if you didn't know, the present the person who created the uh, abortion was a white woman that, to be honest, I don't remember her name. She was associated with the Klux Klux Klan and planted it directly where the black community was. So the control the black community in the sense that reduce or, sorry, I'm not sure the word, um, eliminate. Yeah, population control. Yeah, specifically Mm -hmm. for the black people. Yeah, you're talking about Margaret Sanger, who yeah. is a known racist in the eugenics. Yep. Mm. Yeah, you're talking about her. And um, she had a very, very high, you know, position in this country. And that's why, like, even in the old Kanye West song, he was like, you know, you see a Planned Parenthood in every hood. But when you go to the suburbs, you don't see Planned Parenthoods just, you know, strewn about. And it's it's really sad because... Again, it's been used as a tool to shame black people as to, you know, not keeping your kids like, you know, having kids is too much of a uh, of a burden. You know, just go ahead and abort them and, you know, start your life anew. But they're using a lot of those aborted fetuses, especially the black ones, 
for these different resources, you know, including their melanin and things like that. That's what well, th- all I wanted to mm-hmm. say. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate you. By the way, I've been a fan of yours since 2013, and you, I actually grew up with you. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you so much, um, Jezebel. I really appreciate it, and thank you for calling in tonight. Thanks, Jezebel. Bye-bye. Bye. That was really interesting. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah she's so sweet. Yeah, she made some really good points. Mm-hmm. She did. Let me go ahead and bring on um, Juanita. Juanita Beckenridge, you're coming on the stage. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> okay. <laughs> am I am I up there? Yeah, we can hear you. Oh. Yep. Okay. I'm on my new iPhone. I can't work it real good. Um. Anyway, what I wanted to what I wanted to say about this is that as an RN, I have taken care of young girls coming in, having babies, and they're like 13, 14 years old. And Mm. they're completely clueless about what's going to happen to them and what's going on. So, you know, you see that. But this thing about third graders and grinder, oh, that's just, Mm -hmm. that's just, that's, uh uh-uh, no, absolutely not. That's that's crazy. Why would you even want to tell what? They're eight years, what, eight, nine years old? What are you putting right. out your head for? You know, half of them probably still believe in Santa Claus. That's crazy. Right. Uh, but, you know, I, I do think that sex education needs to start when they're around 11, only because of what I've seen with these girls getting pregnant at 13 and, and mm-hmm. being clueless about procreation you know this like you were talking about some older guy gets them mm-hmm. they don't know what you know he talking to him and everything all they know is that he's buying them stuff and it feels good then they end wow. up pregnant and he's gone and they I, one year I remember we got like five little girls coming out of middle school pregnant yeah you but, know so do you and agree I, with me coming from a- was 20 and over Thank you. That's what I was about to say. Do you agree with me with the point that I was making earlier that when you're giving fifth graders condoms, it's not for fifth grade girls who are having sex with fifth grade boys. Usually who they are sleeping with are people who are older than them. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. I mean, if you get 10 of them, maybe one is a little teeny bop couple. Usually the Mm. guy is a lot older than that girl. And, you know, you can say I fought the parents and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But the bottom line is, is that it's a good chance it's a single parent. And she's out here working, trying to feed it, feed her kids and keep them a roof over their head. You right. Know? And, and, I mean, you know, because I, I, the hospital that I work in is like the county hospital. So mm-hmm. I see this. And most of the people that come in there... They work, but they don't have any benefits. If they don't work, they don't get a check. I mean, they they going through things that we don't, I, you know, until I got there and really saw it, I mm-hmm. had a lot of preconceived notions. But now I understand that if you only can work at, the only job you can get is in McDonald's or something similar. 
Walmart or something, and you got two kids at home, you got to work 50 hours a week or 60 if wow. you want to take care of your kids. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and so, you know, there's enough blame going around for everybody to me. You know, because, mm-hmm. yeah, the kids should learn at home, but how they going to learn at home if their parent is out working? Why is the parent out working? Because they can't make they can't make a decent wage at one job. So they got two. You know, so where is mm-hmm. the other parent? Well, he, you know, maybe lost or locked up or something and he's not around. So, you know, it's the kid in the middle that gets that gets the short end of the stick. Wow. All of this and then and then you on. have these. Older adults, they take advantage of those situations. Absolutely. Because they know this child is home by themselves or they're on the internet all day once they get out of school. You know, they have nobody to talk to. They feel like they're alone because their parents are working. So now you have this older man telling you that he loves you and, you know, he'll be there for you and he's going to be. You know, that that parent or that, that adult figure that you've never had. And they're only saying that to try and get with you. You know, to get some, Absolutely. and then this child gets pregnant, and now she's the bad guy. Now she's fast. Yeah, you know, and then they run. They mm-hmm, and they're you gone. got this baby with a baby. Yep. And the, and the other thing that I wanted to say, I am what they call, I, I'm straight, or what they call cisgendered woman. But, I, I you know, in my experience in deal, dealing with LBGTQAI, mm-hmm. And having uh, a brother that's part of that community, they are not the ones that's messing with these kids. It's these so-called mm. heterosexuals that are Talk messing with these kids. They're I'm not, not ready for that combo. No gay person is doing it, but the vast majority of them folks are supposed to be straight messing with these babies. I and agree. When, and when I tell people that, you know, they tell me you lying. I say, well, you need to look it up. And don't just repeat what you heard. You know, gay people, people on that whole spectrum, just because they're there don't make them pedophiles. Right. They just like everybody else. I mean, they got some good and they got some bad. But when it comes to that, every time I've been, what are these men, grown men getting these little girls pregnant? They pedophiles. Right. You know? Yeah. If you, I mean, but back in the day, I'm, you know, it was acceptable. You're right, lovely. People would pull up there, get picking up their girlfriend and stuff. I remember when I was a senior in high school, I dated somebody that was a sophomore in college, and my mother didn't think nothing of it. Right. Nobody did. It wasn't a big deal until you look back at it. Right. Because when she become that person's age, I'll be like, I don't know. Like, I don't have nothing in common with a damn 15-year-old at 25. Exactly. 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 Like, what, you know, well, then by then, you know, you grown and you know what it was all about. But Right. Nobody put a stop to that. The only thing I remember my mother said is, he can't be more than four years older than you. Okay, so when I'm a senior in high school, that means that dude can be in his early 20s. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole and, and that's a whole po- yeah, it's a whole power dynamic. It's a whole lot of difference in mental ability between seventeen and twenty two. I don't care what you look like. Your mind is not 
there yet. Exactly. You know, and, and, and you know, this whole thing makes me so upset. You have no idea. Because I can't stand anybody that would prey on a baby. I right. just I just can't. They to me, I know I'm sounding extreme, but to me that's worse than being a damn murderer. Because mm. you're preying on somebody that it's like getting a little baby and slamming it up against the wall or something. That little exactly. girl, that little boy, they don't know nothing. They just doing what you tell them to do. Yeah. And then the thing is, too, if the person gets pregnant, you're not only affecting that young girl's life, but you're affecting two lives. Exactly. Right. Because you got a baby you know? with a baby. Mm-hmm. You, you got and a baby with easy. a baby who, who has a mother and a grandmother that is not like back in the day when mama and grandmama was at home somewhere where they could help you with this baby. So she really got a baby. Right, right, because grandma and grandmother got to work. Grandpa probably ain't there, you know, so it's another vicious cycle. Exactly. I'm going to say this and leave it alone. I know these kid girls don't know what's going on. This little girl, I I had one day, she had hid her pregnancy. She was 15, and she was in labor, and she asked me, is this the time to stand up and squat? I said, what for, baby? She said, my girlfriend told me that if I stand up and squat, the baby will just fall out. Oh, man. So I'm in here, you know, because I work night shift. So it's like 1 o'clock in the morning. I got this 15-year-old baby having a baby, and she don't even know what's going on. Yeah. So I got to explain to her what's going to happen. And, mm-hmm. watch her, and watch her get terrorized when she finds out what's really going on. So up until then, the whole nine months, mother... No one had talked to her, explained to her, gave her no books, no nothing. nothing. It's like you got yourself in the situation. Oh, well. Nothing. That's so sad. No prenatal care, no nothing. They, because at mm. that hospital, they have a teen clinic. If she had come, they would have sent her over there where they used to deal with teenage moms. Mm-hmm. But she never came. She just, right. she just, you know, she didn't know. She came to the doctor. Wow. She didn't even know she was in labor. And meanwhile, the person who knocked her up, you know, the, the father, he's nowhere to be seen. He's not there not. being right, you know, to hold her hand and watch his child be born. It's sad. And this is happening a lot more, you know, a lot more often. And that's why I just feel like, yes, we do need to teach kids about pregnancy prevention and, and protecting themselves and, and things like that. But it makes sense to start, like you said, once their body is even able to get pregnant, is even able to produce semen and things like that. You talking about third and fourth graders. At that point, you're just grooming them. Yeah, you're just grooming them and saying, you know, in the event this adult comes at you with a condom, you'll be safe. It's okay. Because, again, the, the average fifth grader is not sleeping with another fifth grader. Absolutely not. It's sick. Absolutely not. They are not. They sleep with somebody that's five years or more older than them. Yeah. That's who they sleeping with. They sleep with grown people. Yeah. And we see it all the time. I it, it just it just it just 
I get a rage in me every time I think about it because this mess don't even allow the babies to be children. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't. Why are you? T- what does the only thing a third grader needs to know is these are these are my private parts and nobody should touch them. And if somebody try to touch them, you go find me. Right. Go find the teacher. That's all a third grader needs to know. All this other stuff is crazy. It is. That's it just is. Crazy. That's just crazy to me. But I, you know, I have, I have uh, nieces, and now I have great nieces. And I would, I'm gonna just have to say, I wish a motherfucker would try to show a condom or grander to my little great nieces when they get old enough. I will personally kick their ass. Right. I'm gonna get their. Yeah, those, those apps have an age limit. They have an age limit for a reason. Exactly. Exactly. And and it's too, you know, it, it's too, it's just too much going on. Sometimes I really do. I know my grandmom used to talk about the end times and the more I look at these people and the more stuff happens, I'm starting to get on that train with my grandmother because this mm. don't make no sense. None of it. And all the stuff we talk about in Discord, I'm mm. on that road, baby. Mm-mm, mm-mm. But I just wanted to say that because, you know, the third greatest that's crazy. And if their parents let them do do that to their babies, then their parents need to be going to jail too. But around 11, you, they need to start being having some frank discussions because half the girls mm-hmm. are already going to be on their period. And so somebody right. needs to tell them something. You know, because yeah. there are predators out there that just because they got breasts. Hey. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. yeah. My mama gone. She ain't gonna be here till ten o'clock tonight. Oh yeah, they know. They know the adult schedule better than the adult. <laughs> they know when yeah. mama got to be at work. When mama take lunch. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They yeah, know it so, all. Anyway, you know, I just, I just had to get that off my chest. Well, I appreciate I really you did. for calling in, Miss Juanita. I appreciate it. Oh yeah, and they do use those that um those placentas. And those embryos Mm -hmm. that they suck out these people, they do use Mm -hmm. them for experiments. I tell you what else they use. When you get in vitro and you have embryos and you don't pay the rent on them, Mm -hmm. they use those too. Oh, do they? They destroy them, but they don't. They they get paid for them. Wow. Mm. So the rabbit hole goes deep with this whole situation when it comes to just, you know, Humans and abortions and pregnancy and embryos. Wow. The, the yeah. rabbit hole goes real deep. Because see, what they yeah. ask you is like, maybe you were fortunate and maybe you had two pregnancies, but you got like four embryos left. They say, well, mm-hmm. what do you want us to do? Do you want to pay rent on them or do you want us to destroy them? A lot of people say, I'm not getting pregnant anymore. Just destroy them. Well, they thinking they're going to, you know, put them in a garbage can or, or burn them up or something. No, that ain't how mm-hmm. they destroy them. They destroy them in the lab when they start cutting them to pieces for stem cells and stuff. Wow. You know. Wow. And this ain't what nobody told me. This is what I know. Mm-hmm. So I'm not the yeah. yeah, you're in the medical field. Well, I really appreciate you for calling in with just a wealth of information. I really appreciate you calling in tonight. Okay. Um, All right. 
Well, thank you so much for calling in. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Now, one thing I want to say real quick is this. I mm-hmm. wonder if this whole agenda also works in favor for the foster care system. Because think about it like this. If you give a, a fifth grader a condom, now, sometime down the line, they're going to stop using them, and they're going to start having unprotected sex very young. That, let's just say, 14-year-old girl gets pregnant. She obviously, for whatever reason, can't care for that baby. That baby's going to get taken away from her and put in foster care. Those foster parents get that money. Mm. So I'm wondering if, if the foster care system is even in on this. Well, they would definitely, you know, have a reason to want to be, you know, if it can benefit them. Right. Because it is it is hard, you know, for somebody that young, you know, to take care of a child at 14, 15, especially if they're in a household. Like she said, the young girl was nine months pregnant, had never even had prenatal care. So you can just already tell her home life is she's around a bunch of adults who don't necessarily care about her or her well-being. Exactly. So she'd be a perfect candidate, her and her baby, to end up in that foster care system. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Let me go ahead and bring in some more people here. Okay, so we're going to go till 1230, and then I'm going to shut it down because it's getting late. So let me go ahead here. Um, and if you want to chime in on anything, Malachi, you can. Let me uh, bring on... Manedia, Manadia. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing it. Manadia Nellum. Hi. You're on the stage. Hello. Can you hey. hear? Me? Hi. We can hear you. Oh, thank you. Okay. Hi. Um. Well, I just wanted to say, I think they are like pushing a lot of agendas, like you said. And I just remember you said once they start opening a door to one thing that is going to open up a lot of doors and a lot of different folks are going to try to slide through that uh, with the LGB um, community. And I really believe that too. Mm-hmm. And I was um, just, you know, also want to add like, you know, I think it is like um, a population control. They're doing a lot of population control. It's always um, mandatory for our kids to do this or something else. And it just seems like they want to control what we teach our kids and stuff. When kids should just be kids and just enjoy being kids. And then when sex does come up, usually a parent, you already should have that kind of talk. You know, parents already, you know, just from TV shows, when you tell your kids, Turn your head and stuff. I mean, there should be automatic kind of talks that come up periodically. Where did I come from? You know, certain talks that I believe parents should have, not the school controlling everything. Right. That's the thing I didn't that I don't understand is where did everything become the role of the school? You know, people are saying like the school um, maybe should be telling kids this and shit, but where the role of the parents? The parents right. are the first teacher. If you can tell your children, you know, that they need to brush their teeth and shower every day and, you know, grooming and personal hygiene and how to make French toast and, you know, just the things that you teach your kids throughout life. Why would you think, you know, what I'm saying sex ed 
or telling your kids about being aware of predators and things like that that can really affect them mentally and physically, why would that need not be a part of your conversation? Why would parents not want to be able to talk to their kids about that? I think the onus should be more on the parents than even the school. Exactly. True. Yes. Yeah, I have a 12-year-old, and you know, it's just things that you see your kid. I mean, she's 12, she's blooming, and I see how she kind of starts to look at guys. And, you know, I just point things out to her. So I would think, you know, sometimes we have to be more observant, even has us working, you know. It's that 20 minutes before bed of how was your day. Just talk about funny things. And like I said, there's so much sex on TV, it's kind of hard for it not to come up. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that go on and, and topics I don't want to talk about sometimes that I, I find myself having to share with my 12-year-old because it's just out there like that now. Yeah, yeah. Right. And that's the part, like, you can be watching TV and it's supposed to be a kid's show and it's like all of a sudden they're, like, making out and hooking up. And I'm like, exactly. I don't want to watch this with my teen son. Like, I wasn't ready for this. I thought it was going to be like a normal show where we're just going to watch. But, like, everything is so sexualized. Everything has, like, a lot of sexual connotations to it nowadays, even in a lot of these so-called teen shows that are supposed to be for kids, you know, 12 and up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for calling in. I really appreciate it. And my name's Maynita. Maynita. Okay, I like that. That is so beautiful. Yeah, Maynita. I'm a long time supporter. Still waiting for the Discord, but I'll be patient. (laughs) Okay, well, thank you so much, sis. I appreciate you calling in. Uh Uh-huh. Thank you. Good night. Yeah, you know, it goes back to what I said about the school supposed to have been a safe haven. It's not like that anymore. No. No, it's not. It's like there's just as much nonsense. And I don't even think it's the teachers because a lot of teachers are starting to stand up against a lot of the nonsense. Like they're they're being forced, like their hands are being tied behind their backs because a lot of teachers are risking being fired if they're not willing to go along with the agenda. You know, a lot of teachers are not even allowed to like teach. Like before they were able to go off of, you know, away from the curriculum and talk about personal experiences and things that they've been through. But now it's like teachers are getting punished if they're not teaching things strictly by the book. Right. You know, and that's the part that's just like really sad. It's like just so much stuff has just changed in the school system. That's why I believe it's more of an agenda. It's not even so much the teachers want to pervert the kids or the teachers want to hand kids these condoms, but these rules are being implemented from somebody way, way high above. Right. I mean, you got to look at it like this. The teachers have bosses. Yeah. Yeah. And their bosses have bosses. So yeah, the whole thing is just, it's crazy. It's really crazy how that is. So let me go ahead. We're going to bring on one more person here. And then we're going to go ahead and get ready to shut down because I know it's getting late and I appreciate everybody um, coming through and, and just, you know, kicking it with us tonight. Let me Definitely. go ahead and bring on, let's see here, Cena Simmons. Cena, you're coming on the stage. Hi, Cena. Hi. Hello, how are you? Oh, yeah, y'all can hear me. Good. Hey, Tim. We can hear you. Girl, hey. I used to always talk to you back in the day. I was morals going good, and I was um, Egypt 877. 
But I'm gonna go. We was Leo sisters. We used to talk years ago. This is 2010. But oh, wow. okay. yeah, and I always try to get your attention, like T, 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 T. But I know you got a lot of people, you know. So yeah. the platform but, has definitely grown a it lot grew, since then. T, it but grew. I'm glad you're able to get in tonight. Yes, I good. So now you'll know who I am. But <laughs> Leo, Leo, Leo. But um, this is how I feel, T. Um, and hi, Malachi. Um, the thing with me is, um, my daughter, um, the first time, like when you talked to the young man earlier tone and he mm-hmm. was saying that about the different apps. So the first time I ever noticed some was with Roblox and it was like, like what you were saying T where, you know, she would, that's why us as parents, we really have to pay attention to what our kids are doing. Cause mm-hmm. I really, I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to come on here and lie or nothing, but I was like, okay, when she first um, found out about Roblox, I was like, okay, well, it's a little kid game or whatever. She's okay. But then she told me like, it was videos actually on um, YouTube where it was other, I don't know if it was people posing as children or it could have been an adult, but it was, um, they was leaving like different links and it was, could porn. you explain to people? Could you explain to people what Roblox is for people who don't know, who don't get it? Yes, Roblox is like a, I must say, is it like a, fan, would you call it a fantasy game? Like you can um, make a character and it's so many different games. It's so many different, um, they got like so many different games on that um, platform. Like where you can make pizza, you can have a family, you can, it's just so many different, you know, you can enter different games. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like a like, role. It's like a role playing, role playing game. game, right? Okay. And you, it, it kind you, of sounds like The Sims. Yeah, but yeah, I know about the. It's like this. Well, I'm not going to say it's like The Sims because you know how The Sims was, but because you know, but it's like you can join different um, groups, different. I don't know if I want to say chats, but different groups to play different games. Right. Mm-hmm. So kids uh, um, make a. Um, you know, make a little character of themselves and they're thinking that it's innocent. You would think that it's innocent too because I'm like, okay, she's um playing a pizza game. She's making pizza and then she's playing as a delivery driver. Okay. But once you go into the house, it's a whole different story, especially if, you're, if your child is chatting. That's why I take that off. No, you cannot chat with anyone because somebody will leave a link and the child will hit the link thinking, you know, and it's porn. Wow. And that broke my heart. It just broke my heart because it's like you as a parent, you're thinking you're doing the best, you you know, and then your child is exposed to this. So it was like, you know, it's like, no, you can't play that no more. And then also with the kids with the anime, that's what I was writing in there. Kids like, you know, T, we grew up, I'm about to be 44 on the 7th. So we grew up on mm-hmm. um, Sailor Moon and... You know, right. yeah, mm-hmm. but now kids are putting anime thinking, okay, well, let me see what mommy was saying. And it's two women kissing. It's, it's, it's an anime. And do you notice the anime characters are so sexualized? Sexual. With the big old titties. Yes. Bouncing. Oh, yeah. Dressed as the schoolgirls and stuff like that. But it was one time I looked through, I look, I put it in there, looked in the hit, like, you know, looked, and it's like a big ping, you know, cartoon, you know how them, um, the, the guys looked on Sailor Moon, uh-huh. and it's, they're having sex, well, you know, it's cartoon sex. Yeah, I noticed a lot of cartoon porn is very popular nowadays as well. 
Yeah, so you got to watch out because kids yeah. think they're pitting in. Well, especially going on them sites because even when you mentioned the win, lose, or draw, mm-hmm. you know, you can go on the internet and play that with people. It's a, a little chat room, win, lose, or draw, whatever. And like you said, how the man made the ping. Right. But you'll go in there, even T, they're even doing it on Discord. My little one, she is not allowed to go on Discord. Look, my whole job. I'm like, not my Discord. No, no, not yours. Not yours. (laughs) (laughs) But they got they got kids. Like if you go on what is it, Twitch or something like that, your child is thinking they're gonna be a gamer. Well, you know, they're looking at a gamer and people are leaving links. And kids are thinking, okay, well, I'm gonna click on this to, you know, play a game or whatever, and it's leading them right into porn. It's it's on a discharge, it was on Discord. And mm. they'll hit the link. Yep, you got to be careful. And that's why I was saying too. When I was saying, I know I'm going all around. I'm just a lot of even when you guys were talking about um, sex should be taught at home first and foremost. Yeah, and because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna be like I said, I'm gonna keep it real. I was molested. Mm-hmm. So the type of parent I am, see, I, I get, and I don't want to say because of experience, because I think a parent should automatically talk to their young kids as soon as they know. Um, words start knowing words. You should be saying that's your vagina. Nobody's to touch that. That's your penis. Right. Since they understand at the age of four or five, well, we want to say mm-hmm. three, three. I'm I'm going back to three because we're having a make. So at the age of three, you should be saying that it should not be touched, and then give it a name. I don't know why parents are afraid to say that is your vagina. Why are you? Right. What what are, what are parents afraid to tell their kids or that's your butt? Nobody's supposed to touch that. So mm-hmm. for them now, that's why I think it's something they're trying to desensitize kids. But like I said, it starts at home. You should be teaching your children that before they even go to school, as soon as they understand. And then, you know what I'm saying? They will know nobody's supposed to touch this area. Right. Yeah. So I don't understand why it's so uncomfortable. No, tell your kids, tell your kids. And then now for third graders. So when you're in the third grade, I guess the kid is eight. So they should mm-hmm. know all that. And then that's why I said they're they're opening up more of a door to make it like they're desensitizing the children to be like, OK, well, like y'all said, the app, they got this app. We want to teach y'all how to go on the app to speak to people or whatever. Come on. We already should know right from wrong. We was brought up not to speak to strangers. So why right. is there any different? Exactly. Yeah. than speaking to people on the app. Yeah. It's, and it's very disturbing because. You know, on a lot of those apps, if we're allowing kids to, you know, we're introducing them to things like Grindr, which have an age limit, you know, mm-hmm. plenty of fish, just whatever apps are trying to introduce Oh, girl, plenty of to. fish. Right. Right. But they, but they said Grindr, so I'm going to just go off of that one. Now, mm-hmm. there's an age limit, but we're introducing elementary school kids to this. But Babies. you have adults who can't even handle the, the just exactly. the, the debauchery that I've heard about Grindr. You know, you go to message somebody just a simple, hey, I think you're cuter. Hey, you know how you're doing? And you get back a peen pic. Right. Right. After all that. All yep. I said was hi. You know? <laughs> right. Where did, right. Where did all that come from? <laughs> how is a third grader supposed to handle that when as a child, you're, you, you're technically very, very naive at that age. So you're looking at it like I'm on this app. You know, they're saying that we can make new friends. And I send, you know, my so-called new friend a hi. And in mm-hmm. response, I get I get a pin pick. Right. 
And it's just very disturbing. It's, it's disturbing. It's scary. It is scary. And that's why I said out here in Philadelphia it is so many teens miss. I'm like, why is this? I'm thinking, and I don't want to be so mean, but I'm, I'm just a realist. It's like, are these parents really paying attention to their children or paying attention to what they're doing? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking a lot of these um, young women and men are leaving home because they're meeting people off of these apps and they just want to be grown. It's no foot put down the household. Wow. that I never even thought about that because there is a lot of missing young people, you know, right. just all over the country. And, you yeah, know, now true. with the internet, because remember back in the day, I don't know if y'all saw this video actually, and it was very scary watching it took place in New York. Where that man just jumped out the car and ran to go try and kidnap that little boy. Yeah, and the mom and the I little kid. Yeah. Yes, no, and now the, the kids fought to get mm-hmm. the, the kid out the car. Like, that is so scary. But that's how it was back when we were growing up. You know, you have to look out for the crazy white van, you know, that's creeping through the hood trying to snatch people up. Or, you know, the 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 man with candy. Come on, y'all, here goes some candy. Right. So they, you know, or but nowadays... Puppy. Right. They they used to use all types of things to lure young people to them, but now it's so it's scary so because easy. Th- yeah, they easy. don't have to drive. They're not driving in a pedo van. They're literally right. using these apps. They're, yep. use, they're literally exactly. using social media, you know, to groom these girls. And if you come here to Vegas, you know, you'll be you making some money. money. You'll be the next right. You'll be the yep. next big thing. And they get out to Vegas, and now they're sex workers stuck in the sex trade industry. Right. And nobody. And, and that's find. the thing. That's the thing. They're using the apps to get them to come to them. They don't go to them. Yes. Anymore. Like, yep. they don't got to go. Yep. It's, it's easy now. They don't have yeah. to go. So I remember I, years ago, I had did a story about a young boy who ended up meeting somebody on Xbox. And he thought, like, this person was going to be, like, his friend. And he ends up, the guy who ended up being a pedophile flew the boy from Cali down to Florida. And raped them, you know, raped them and then put them back on the plane and sent them back. And he ended up, you know, confessing and telling his parents and the guy ended up getting arrested. But it's that easy now. There's so many avenues that people have to our children that we have to be mindful. So when I see the schools who should be an extension of the parents, you know, you're not the parent, but you should be an extension of me. Um you know, trying to condone nonsense like teaching kids about Grinder and different apps that they're not mentally prepared for, that doesn't sit well with me at all. And that's the scary part. And that's why I've been homeschooling her, well, my little one ever since she was in kindergarten. And I hear all the mm-hmm. time she need a social life and look, mind your business. Please mind yeah. your business. I understand kids need to talk, but she's safe in here with me. I, I just wouldn't want that to happen and there's something bad happened to you and I don't know. So I, I mean, you I, could still give her a social life for right. kids her age. Like, you know, putting her in dance and, you know, after school, you know, like just different activities, sports programs. So that way she's yeah. still able to mingle with people her age, you know. It's but not people about, don't understand that. They think because I'm, you know, not sending her to school that she's not going to have social life like you said. Right. Like after school. Or because she doesn't have an Instagram. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So it's just, you know, but I, I enjoy you. I love you. <laughs> thank you. I love you too. And I will and always I really appreciate you calling in. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you for answering because I'm like, no, T got to pick me. She got to pick me. <laughs> but look out for me. Energy. Look, yes. I wish I could join your Discord, but you got so many people. But uh, you, we'll we talk again do. on here. 
I wish yeah, I could yeah. give you my number. Oh my, because we used to always talk, T. We used to always talk. You probably don't remember me. But girl, I'm I'm there for you. <laughs> well, I really appreciate it. And it was definitely good to talk to you. Yeah. I appreciate you calling in tonight. Like this was a really, really good episode of the Green Room. And I'm glad everybody called in and made some really good points. Okay. Will you will you be doing the green room again real soon? Yep, I have to um I'm trying to set it up where I can do it at least once a week. Great. I'll be yep. here. Okay, perfect. It was very nice talking to you. Thank you once again for calling in. Thank you. Thanks, Malachi. I'll look out for you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Right, bye. <laughs> this was awesome. This was. She was so sweet. No, this was really good. And I appreciate everybody who stayed up with us because I'm telling you, we was like going through it. I'm like, we got to make this a Green Room episode because I was like, Malachi was pissed. I was pissed. I, let, let's talk to everybody else and see if we're just not going crazy because the agenda is real at this point. No, I was like legit shaking and itching like because I was like so irritated and just disturbed. Like, it's just, it's too much. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we definitely have to make sure to keep our kids safe, you know, each one to each one. And on top of that, like they, you know, it, it may be cliche, but it does take a village to raise a child. So maybe your child is straight because you're doing what you, you know, no parent is perfect, of course, but you're doing the most and the best that you can do as a parent. But if you know that there's that child in your neighborhood, or one of your friends' kids, or, you know, and they're just not getting that extra home training, those conversations that they should have, that they should have with their parents, and the parents are not having those conversations, definitely step up as an elder and talk to that young boy or girl. Because sometimes it's not that they're just out here trying to be fast and wild, they just don't know. And if you just don't know that your behavior needs to be corrected because nobody's telling you you're going to do it. So if you think that it's okay at 13 to be sleeping with a 25-year-old man, it's not because you're fast and you're trying to be grown. You just don't know no better. And I think at that point, you know, that's when it takes a village to reach out and look out for some of these kids out here who are somewhat lost or where the parents have dropped the ball. Hey, man. Is she preaching <laughs> or is she preaching? Exactly. So on that note, you guys, <laughs> it is almost one o'clock in the morning. I appreciate everybody for coming through and joining us. So I'll see you guys on here again. Um, I'll see everybody else in the Discord and on YouTube. So you guys have a good night. Thank you so much for having me, T. All right. You're welcome, Malachi. I'll talk to you later. All right. Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you join us again soon. For all the latest tea, make sure you follow me on my social media pages. Just put in L-O-V-E-L-Y-T-I on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.